Well, again, everybody, welcome back to the Trick Pox. Joy goes to TV on this beautiful Friday, Veterans Day weekend. It is November 10th, 2023. Welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to this episode talking today about walking by faith. Walking by faith, not by sight. Just thinking about how the story of Moses, when he was a man who, in many ways, started well, but maybe didn't end so well. But yet, all he wanted to see was the glory of God at the end of his life. And God said, well, you can't see my full glory because you would just die, but you can see the back of my glory. I will walk next to you and you will see basically my, the, yeah, my back or the train of my robe, you could say. And Moses stood at the top of the mountain, Mount Sinai, where he received the Ten Commandments and he saw God pass by. He saw his glory just for a glimpse. And that was enough for Moses. He died a happy man just seeing the glory of God, just a glimpse of it. It reminds me of Hebrews 11.1, 1, speaking of faith. It says that faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And sometimes when we are looking at life and at our circumstances, the pain perhaps that you're feeling in your body, the the loss of a loved one, maybe you're going through a time of uncertainty or, or failure, we want to see what God has in store. We want to know. We want to understand. We ask, when will this end? Why is this happening? When, O oh Lord? And those are the times to walk by faith. And because I think if we totally understood or saw everything in the moment, first we would not grow. We would not change we would not trust but then we probably couldn't really understand it or even handle it you know how there are times when you look back and they say 2020 is 2020 vision is always perfect or looking back is always 2020 vision you know how you look back let's say at something that happened during that pandemic or even just this year and you can remember thinking feeling man this is horrible why am i here in traffic or why is my body falling apart? Or why is my marriage struggling? Why is work so difficult? Why, why, why? And then in six months, in a year, in two years, in three years, in five years, you look back and you can see the glory of God. You can see what God was doing. You, and you can say with delight almost, thank you, Lord. And as I said, sometimes we can't see anything or much when we're in the middle of a challenge. We can only see through a dimly lit veil or a mirror, as the Bible says, what we fully will one day see. And in some ways, when we see a little glimpse or we feel a glimpse of what God might be up to, it's beautiful. That's all we need. Sometimes all we need is just a little glimpse to give us that faith and perseverance. And as I said, if we saw more of what God was doing or God is up to right now, we probably wouldn't trust him. We probably would take it back. We probably wouldn't learn to trust him and learn the lesson. But when we look back, then we can say, wow, that's that was a miracle. That makes sense. I'm glad I went through that. Or I can see now why that challenge came into my life. So what do we do in the middle of it? Well, we walk by faith. In the middle of the storm, we walk by not by sight, but by faith. Sight would be to see the glory of God, to understand fully what he's doing, to fully comprehend. But as I said, 
we couldn't handle it if we could understand him or we wouldn't trust in him. Instead, what we do is we walk by faith. And that's the challenging part of walking this life, this this story of life. We would rather see, understand, and have knowledge of everything. That's what Eve wanted. That's what Satan tempted Eve with is knowledge, the knowledge of good and evil. But what does Proverbs 3 say? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. God wants to give us understanding, but what we'd rather have is our own understanding. God sometimes doesn't let us see so that we can see his glory. At times, because he's so good, he does let us see just a little bit of what he's up to. I've always had a studio and I've always loved music. And I remember when I was at a previous church, I built a really nice studio there in one of the rooms. And I remember asking God, saying, Lord, please don't ever take this away from me. And guess what? He did take it away. Then I moved everything back to my house. I literally threw everything in the trash. All my gear, I was so discouraged. I threw everything in the trash. My wife was just a, a dream in my my faith partner, she took everything out of the trash can, literally thousands and thousands of dollars a year, and put it back in the garage, believing that one day I would understand what God was doing. So one day, I think it was raining, I finally brought everything in the house, plugged it in, you know, begrudgingly, not wanting to. And finally, I plugged things in and began to do some music production, and then I thought, Lord, please never take this away, and he didn't. It created a lot of beautiful moments with Christian rap and a lot of Christian artists and musicians, best friends that became friends that became best friends. And then we went through a lot of tough things with family and work and stuff, and so I didn't do a lot of music production for a while, maybe like six months. And I would look at the gear and think, man, someday, Lord, I'll come back to it. Just not right now. So then God did this and that. And now I'm at this church where they have a state-of-the-art studio. I mean, it puts mine to shame. And I have a lot of nice stuff. And I go in there every day and I just say, wow, Lord, I cannot believe what you've done. You took away that first studio. I threw everything away. I wasn't discouraged. I felt like I, I felt like giving up. And I, in many ways, I did give up. But... My, my wife's faith, eventually God's favor and his faith, you could say. And now here I am. And I can now look back and, and say, okay, that's why I went through those challenging times. I had to trust God. I had to surrender it. Like Abraham, I had to give the best that I had, my own son, Isaac, in Abraham's case, to God so that he would be the Jehovah Jireh and provide. And now that I go into a studio every day, and again with this $10,000 monitors, mine are nice, but those are super nice. There are levels to studios. I feel so blessed. And it's just a little glimpse of the glory of God. Imagine what more he could do. Imagine what he wants to give us. Imagine what else is coming my way, your way. Imagine what else God has in store for us. If he provides for the lilies of the valley and of the birds of the sky, how much more will he provide for you, O ye of little faith? We just lack faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. So we can have assurance and safety and security, but not for things, but for hope. We can have conviction, but not that I'm going to do this and I'm going to accomplish that and I'm going to get this raise and I'm going to get this job, but no, conviction of things not seen. The fact that I am walking 
blindly, but not without hope. The fact that I am walking without no knowledge, but not without sight, heavenly sight, the eyes of God, the faith of God. We're walking by faith. Our journey is a faith journey. We walk by faith like Abel, who offered sacrifice, it says here in Hebrews 4. And it was God who then accepted his sacrifice, not not Cables, excuse me, not at Cain's. By faith, Enoch was taken up. It wasn't that he was perfect, but that God was pleased in him. It was by faith that Noah, even though no one saw rain coming, he constructed the ark, and God honored him and saved his life. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when he was called to leave his place of, of his home, his place of, of refuge, and he received an inheritance because he walked by faith. It's crazy how in the moment, I'm sure, Abraham and Enoch and Noah could not see what God was up to. They could not see the full glory of God. They only had glimpses, and that was enough for them to walk and to not give up, to persevere, to endure, to drive on the 405 when it's just crazy three-hour traffic, to drive or to come home exhausted because you don't know what you're doing, to go and go for that run or work out or eat healthy even though you want to give in. That's all walking by faith. When you don't see what God is doing, you keep walking. You keep walking. That is called faith. It's perseverance. That's Jesus in us. And what that allows for is to see the glory of God. To one day in a year or in five or in ten or maybe not till we're with Jesus in heaven, we will look back and say, okay, Lord, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul now. It was well with my soul then, even though I was going through so much. So if you are going through a challenging time, walk by faith, not by sight. If you can't see the glory of God, if you can't see what he's up to, walk by faith, not by sight. And if you do have a, if you see a glimpse of his goodness, just thank him. And realize that if you saw the full Monty, if you could see everything that God was up to in your life, all the goodness, all the grace, you would just fall apart. You couldn't handle the full glory of God. That's why he only walks by you. You can only see the back of his train because we can't handle to see his glory. But because he's good, he does show us glimpses of how good he is. You can look back and say, wow, Lord, thank you for what you're doing. You can live each day and say, God, thank you. Even though I don't see exactly what you're up to, even though my eyes can't see, but I know that you see me. Deep in my heart, your presence I find, though I can't see you with my eyes. Like the song says, shout out to Tommy Walker. Deep in my heart, your presence I find. Thank you, Lord, that even though I can't see what you're up to, I can find you in my heart. I can find you inside of my my mind and my heart. And my faith is small enough. You don't have to have huge faith. It's small enough, and yet it's powerful because it is placed upon you. I believe that you have a plan. I believe that you will get us through this. I believe that you will see me through. I believe in you. I have faith in the assurance of things hoped for. I want to just close with a um, the same passage, but maybe in the King James. Let's see what it says here. Hebrews 11, that was an ESV. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah, so pretty much the same thing. It's evidence. Faith is substance. Faith is evidence. Faith is real, my Gosa family. Faith is not hopelessness or just uh, 
as people call it, blind faith in yourself or in circumstances or karma or the universe. This is faith in Jesus. That's why it is substantive. (laughs) It is of substance. It is evidential. It has evidence. It has weight to it. You can count on it because it's faith in God who is powerful, who is mighty, who is glorious, who is with you, not against you, who is walking with you in the valley of the shadow of death. Put your hope in the Lord. Put your faith in God. Put your hope in him. Ask him for just mustard-sized faith. You don't have a lot of faith. You can't even muster up enough faith to believe in the big things or the small things in that miracle, in that promise. Just ask him for just baby faith. Just simple mustard size, mustard seed size faith. But your faith is in a powerful, mighty, incredibly sufficient God. And that's why it matters. That's why it is evidence. That's why it's, it has substance. And that's why it works. And that's why we can believe in his name and have peace in our hearts in the storm. If you would like my coaching, please reach out to me at davidtrigler.com slash coaching, or you can email me at trigger.davidtrigler.com if you would like to learn how to podcast. I've been getting a lot of requests on how to podcast. I have about three or four different slots available this summer, excuse me, this, uh, this month of November and into the winter. So I would love to do a free webinar coaching with you on Zoom so that you can learn the basics of how to podcast, of the gear, of the tech, of the, what do they call it, the run of show, something like that. Basically, the flow of your show and all the behind the scenes on how to get this to iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and Facebook. And if you want to do a video podcast, I can also walk you through all the cameras. You can visit me at davidjordan.com slash podcast and sign up there. Thank you again for being here. I'll see you next time. Adios. Ta-da-da.